I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm willing to work as hard as I can. There is no past, there's no future, there's just this moment right here. If I did that, if I can get through that, like, come at me. Changing how I saw myself, like, as a man, not just as, as an athlete. It's okay that I struggled. It's okay, that's part of the deal. It's how I responded. This is the Limitless Athlete Podcast. My name is Tom Foxley, your host and founder of Mindset Rx. Today, we're talking all about when injury strikes, essentially discussing a training mental strength and overcoming negativity approach that's going to help you if you are injured and if you are going to get injured, which um, let's cut to the chase if you're an athlete is pretty likely. So let's build up some knowledge of how to do this in advance. So today I'm going to give you the tools you need to A, not allow an injury to destroy your mental health and B, use the setback of injury to move toward mindset mastery. If you're teetering on the edge of A, so not allowing your injury to destroy your mental health, with negativity and despair setting in, B is going to seem almost impossible. Moving towards mindset mastery is going to seem almost impossible. And I hear you, like I get the magnitude of the task ahead of you. Without a strong mental foundation, your rehab is going to be slower. It's going to be more emotional. It's going to be more physically painful. And you're going to have a higher likelihood of setbacks. Mindset is as important as physio, rest or sleep in overcoming injuries. I'd go so far as to say the biggest reason that athletes fall off their rehab plans or rush the recovery and therefore re-injure themselves and get set back is the mindset they hold. Not lack of information, but their mindset. Fear or frustration, they really get the better of people and people never regain the same level of performance that they once had. So don't be that person. Conquer the fear injury that um, the injury can create and use it to become a better version of you of yourself the alternative is just not worth thinking about so today you're going to learn how to maintain positivity in the face of a long and boring rehab process what to do when you're confused about what to do next how to come out of injury with a kind of better than you went in and how to prepare yourself for getting back into training so maintaining positivity My wife, Harriet, recently got back to full health after a full ACL reconstruction. She's an absolute warrior, but it's fair to say that the 12 months or so to return to complete health was way tougher than she could have imagined. Honestly, I'm in awe of the way she handled this. So I told her about this blog and I was thinking of writing it and I asked her, what would you include in this blog? What what do you think? And she went, that's easy. Take photos and find absolute proof that you're making progress. Because when you're in the depths of injury and rehab as well, it's easy for your story to cloud objective reality. Fear that you'll never get back to normal sets in, you start to get negative. And if you can't train at all, that makes you 10 times more miserable. And if you can train, but around an injury, it ruins the rest of training. So when you're injured, you need to maintain positivity by documenting your progress with objective proof. Take photos of your improving range of motion. Take photos of you laid up in bed after surgery. Keep a journal of exactly what it was like. 
track the reps and sets and the emotional side of rehab too. Like, what did it feel like? Your limiting story will try to convince you that you're wasting your time, but when you confront it with proof, you'll find some extra positivity. Remember, you're not as special as you think you are. This is point number two. To make physical change, you have to put in the sets and reps, obviously. It's clear, it's obvious, like you gotta do the rehab. But when you're full of fear, pain and worry, you question if this is really gonna work for you. Are you special? Did you get diagnosed correctly? Was someone else wrong? And when I tore my own ACL, yeah, my wife and I have both ruptured the same ligament and both skiing too. I was so frustrated with the setback, I could not see that I'd ever get out of it. I began thinking my physio didn't realize what I needed and that it must have damaged my meniscus too and all this other stuff. And for a, wi- for a while, I stopped doing my rehab. Like, I stupidly slowed my recovery because I let my fear cloud the judgment of other people and cloud my own judgment. Recovering, recovering from an injury is as much mental as it is physical. The advice here is so simple. Trust the process. That means trust the experts. It means trust the program. It means trusting patients. How to come out of injury better than you went in. Every obstacle is just an opportunity in disguise. That is one of my deepest beliefs. It's the most useful way to think about obstacles. With the right perspective, you'll become a better human being and a better athlete after your injury than you were before, if you take the right perspective. Let's get the obvious out of the way. When you're injured, you're going to miss your big comp. You're going to take a step back in fitness and skill. You're going to probably put on a little bit of weight or your body figures can, or your body um, composition is going to change. You'll lose your mojo and a whole host of other things too. But it doesn't have to crush your spirit. And in fact, it can bolster your mental game. I was training Brazilian jiu-jitsu five times a week at this point, like hitting five CrossFit sessions a week too. My first big jiu-jitsu comp was just around the corner. Honestly, I'd never been as fit as I was then. I look back to then, I think, God, I was a beast. I wish I could get to that point. But mentally, I was weak compared to where I am now. In the middle of training, I got dumped on my shoulder and my um, it, my shoulder dislocated. I was going to miss the big comp. Um, I wouldn't be able to train again for months. And I was fucking horrible to be around for weeks after. Like moping, grumpy, miserable. But something like tweaked in my mind and that's something encouraged me to read The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday the perfect book at the perfect time I realized that the past had been and gone after I read this book I couldn't change the fact that I was injured but I could change my perspective maybe this wasn't a disaster maybe it was the exact training stimulus that I needed in order to level up by intentionally shifting my perspective i found the opportunities to work on my ability dial in my nutrition build a bigger aerobic base and a whole other host of things suddenly i like valued this time that i had i felt positive and i grew because of that i came out of that rehab process a better athlete and a better human because i intentionally shifted my perspective so train your character by practicing to shift that shift of perspective four on the final piece here prepare yourself for getting back into training there's this thin line on the way back from injury on one hand 
you can push way too quick and ruin the progress you made. Potentially, you'll even make the situation worse than it was. On the other hand, you can go too slow and unnecessarily delay your return or even just kind of stagnate. You're not going to have a physio there with you 24-7. So how do you manage that balance? You need to learn how to recognize each state that goes along with the actions because there's an action, there's a behavior, and there's an emotional state that leads up to it. Chances are you won't have the expertise needed to adjust your sets and reps, but you do have a secret advantage. You can listen to your emotions. When you're pushing too quickly, you'll be feeling impatience, probably some FOMO too. You'll begin to reject reality and make kind of, in air quotes, logical excuses as to why you need to speed up. There'll be an emotional signature to this state, like an emotional quality, like a texture that you can almost feel. Similarly, when you're going too slow, fear will be dominant. You need to learn the self-talk, the physiology of the emotions and behaviors that you experience in both of those states. This will allow you to become more sensitive to the shifts in mentality and therefore know if you're rushing or not and therefore help you come out of injury a far better person. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I would massively appreciate it. If you go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or YouTube, wherever you listen to this, and give me a five-star review. Um, it'd mean the world to me, and you're not going to win any prizes, I'm afraid, but you are going to win my eternal love. Um, so appreciate that, and I'm sure you'd appreciate that too. And also, if you want to kind of follow me around on a few more places, I'm actually just gone on LinkedIn. Um, it's it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not as awful as I thought it was going to be, because I'm kind of like, I want to give you an opportunity to hear my perspective in a different angle. So find me on LinkedIn, search for Tom Foxley and you'll find me there and enjoy the podcast and I'll speak to you all very soon. <laughs>